Hawaria, Hawaria. Bitch, you know what it is. You you know what it is. I'm back. <clears throat> That's what it is. I wish I could say by uh, I'm back by popular demand, but we all know that that ain't what it is. That ain't what it is. I'm just back. Man, it has been a long few weeks. Long few weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, lots happened. A lot has happened. Um, uh, first off, um, I, you know, I'm not going to make any excuses. That's not what I'm here for. Um, I've, you know, honestly lost focus. And admittedly, motivation's been taking a hit. You know, I still enjoy podcasting. Um, just been jumping hurdle after hurdle, you know. And, uh, When I look at, you know, the things that have been happening, one by one, it's like, yeah, whatever. I'll get around it. I'll get around it. But, um, it's, you know, compiled. It's, it's heavy. It's become heavy. Um, and you know, I'm not doing this for the numbers or anything. But the last, I mean, er, earlier this week, I should, you know, I should have had a podcast post, but it's going to post later in the week because, um, just the motivation was lacking, you know, I should have recorded Monday. But it was my birthday, and I was just in a funk on my birthday. And please don't don't listen to this and think, oh, he's oh back to that, back to fucking vehicles just whipping by the house while I'm recording. I'm recording late enough that they, you know this shouldn't be happening. Whatever. Please don't think that this is me just being like, oh, you know, oh, you know, feel bad for me or whatever. Uh, don't. You know, hold me accountable. Shoot me some emails. Uh, shoot me some messages. You know. If, if, you know, if you see me out or you see me at work or whatever, you know, hold me accountable. Uh, so... I do want to thank those of you that have held me accountable and at least inquired as to what, what the fuck's been going on. Um, you know, my boy George messages me. He was one of the first to be like, you okay? You know? Uh, so thank you for that, man. I, I, I truly do appreciate it. Um... 
and you know, like I said, I'm not doing this for the numbers at all. You know, eventually I, you know, I would like to have a following an audience that, you know, maybe is, it'll put me in a position where I can monetize it and kind of get away from the labor, you know, the hard labor, the factory work. Cause I just turned 32 and I'm just not fucking feeling it. Not feeling it, you know? Um, I'm not, things aren't, I work for a good company, but things just aren't looking good. Um, I really have nowhere else to go to grow. You know, I've been hands on with my trade for damn near 16 years, you know. Not necessarily doing it 40 hours a week. But I've been doing it 40 plus hours a week for the last goddamn 10. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Uh, or at least operating machinery in one way or another, you know. But my trade specifically... Um, and where I'm at, at my place of employment, there's really nowhere to go, you know, there's no leadership roles that I could move into, there's no expansions I can get at, I can't really increase my wages because it's on a, it's on a paid tier, and right now they're really not letting anybody... Level up, I guess, would be the easiest way to say it. So my neck is just kinked on the ceiling. You know, I took a move into another department um, about two years ago uh, to help develop a new de department, you know, and product. And uh, couldn't get along with my management over there. You know, um, so I, I asked and then told them I was coming back to where I was previously at, <laughs> um, just simply because of, you know, my relationship with one person, my work relationship, and, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not blaming that guy. A lot of that's me, um, but I'm, you know, I don't like being in a position where I'm uncomfortable or, you know, I'm doing the person above me, above me's job consistently and constantly in order for me to have work. And then, you know, the favoritism shit, it's just, and again, I, you know, I'm not trying to dog. It's just, it's not the environment for me. And I just couldn't mentally handle it. I also had a lot of shit going on at that time too. Where my patience was just super thin. The point being. I took that move hoping maybe there would be somewhere to move up. Um, over there. And. It doesn't look like that's happening for anybody. That took the move over there. Uh, so. 
I don't know how how the fuck. Yeah, I'm back with my random tangents. <clears throat> um, I also have been dealing with a lot of failures. You know, as far as like equipment. Um, my mixer is fried. My my main mixer, you know. So I've got this backup mixer that'll run two mics, which is fine for one-on-one. But I can't have three people on the podcast right now. And I, my, my studio still isn't... Uh, I can't record in it. Let's put it that way. So I've been trying to think of alternatives, you know, to how how the fuck I'm going to be able to make two people happen again. Um, it, you know, and it's it's stressful. It's just, it's stressful. I don't have any room in my current home. We've, my wife and I have been looking for a home for going on five years now, and we just can't find the right home. You know, that's in the budget, that has the space we need. Um, the first two weeks of looking, we found the perfect home. And uh, our realtor was like, you guys want to make an offer on it? We're like, fuck yeah, you know, let's um, let's do that. But let me give you a call back in the morning with our offer. You know, we'd like to talk about this. He says, sure, sure. Try to get back a hold of the motherfucker. He's not answering his phone. Can't get a hold of the guy. So I wait another day. So then we drove out to the house and there's a fucking pending sign. Sitting out in front of it. Um... I mean, it had beautiful, beautiful pole barn. It was on like an acre and a half, which isn't a lot, but it had, you know, four bedrooms, an office, like, perfect. And uh, it didn't happen, so we've been trying to not necessarily find the perfect home, but something that, you know, we're both going to be comfortable with, happy with for the next few years and can actually expand into. Um, now, there has been quite a few things that happened. I know I'm all over the fucking place. It's been a couple weeks, guys. A few weeks. So just, you know, I'm sure I lost 90% of who was listening anyway. So just, you know, as long as I can bring the consistency back, maybe one day they'll hear this, but um, it's looking like it's just going to be me for a minute until I can figure this shit out, till I can find a funds to get a new mixer. I found the mixer I want. You know, it's just a matter of saving the money and making the purchase. Um, with and works cut hours back, so there's that. You know, uh. It's funny because Ryan, Ryan Denman, shout out Raiden, 
he got married on August 5th, and I was the best man. Um, I may have talked about being excited to give the speech. Well, I bombed it. I bombed that motherfucking speech so bad, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, it was bad. It was bad. So bad. God, it was awful. So I apologize to Ryan. <sighs> bombed it. Fucking bombed it. Ugh. Ah, oh, man. Well, the night before, um, I took the mixer and three mics, and I tried to do a podcast with him and his brother, Jaron. And that's the night the mixer decided to take a shit. And, you know, it was working on and off here and there and yada, yada, yada. So I thought, yeah, you know, maybe I can fix it in editing. No. No, no, no. Couldn't do it. So there's a couple hours of their time I just fucking... Wasted. Um, but the morning of the wedding, we went golfing. I didn't golf, but I took my son Leonidas, and we rode around in a golf cart, and he fucking loved that. So, there is that. Um, but the wedding went great, other than my bombing. You know, phenomenal. Uh. They also did a gender reveal because Sarah is pregnant and uh, found out they're having a girl, which was, I you know, I froze up, man. Not going to lie. I, I saw that and I just, I you know, I don't know. I froze. I, I you know, I didn't, I didn't anticipate reacting like that um you know he's like a brother to me and uh same thing with greg and brandon you know found out they were having kids and it was the same thing you know it was like i don't it's weird i just i froze in that moment it's a lot of the process but not really you know just I don't know if that just made it more real. I don't know. So I kind of... <sighs> I bombed that too. Um, and then... Then a week after the wedding... Uh, my wife, uh, my wife found my father-in-law dead in his home. Um, that was fucking rough. Still is rough. Uh, his birthday was on the 12th, and... All day she was trying to get a hold of him. You know. I said let's take him out to dinner. 
and you know there 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 would be times where he just wouldn't you know get back a hold of you hold on does that sound better nah there'd be times you know you'd get a hold of him he wouldn't get a hold of you um and i just figured maybe being on his birthday there was some He was a deep thinker. And he was pretty, you know, emotional. Um, and I just thought maybe there was something going on with him. You motherfucking pieces of shit. And he didn't get back hold of us. And, um,. The next morning, my wife gets a message from one of his neighbors and says, Hey, have you seen your dad? Haven't seen him in a few days. Kind of worried. Um, so she went over there. And his dogs were all outside and his house was locked from the outside. Padlocked. Like a hasp. He had a hasp on the door and he would only padlock it when he left. So she went around and tried the back door. Back door was locked. So she says, what the fuck? You know. Grabs a hammer, breaks the padlock off. And still couldn't get in because it was locked from the inside too. So she broke his window open, reached in, unlocked it. And... All of his dogs were outside, but one. Um, and she went in and she found him. Um, they think he had been gone for f- five to seven days at that point. So... Yeah, just dealing with that the emotions around that, you know, feeling like we should have at least been over there sooner, maybe should have been over there on his birthday just to pick him up, say, fuck it, you're not answering, you know, should have been over there just to visit, um, so just a little bit of shame on my part, you know, uh, on top of regret you know he was always he was always really good to me and I loved him but he uh, honestly one of the strongest men I know I mean, this motherfucker had every, (laughs) every arthritis you could have, gout, all sorts of spine issues, he had one hand, he had a fucking titanium rod in his femur, 
which he walked around on for two weeks before he even went in to be told that he broke his fucking leg. Um, just a fucking tank of a guy. Tank. You know. They say they don't make them like they used to, and they fuck, they don't. They don't. Um. So there's that. Been dealing with that. And one of the more regretful things I have is, you know, I, I, I never got a chance to get him on the podcast. I never got a chance to... to immortalize him, you know, in that way. Uh, so, I don't know, there's a little bit of that behind me not recording the last couple of weeks. Uh, there's There's been a lot you know, on my mind, and, uh, anyway, I'm back, I've also got my, the boat my mom gave me back on the water, that was fun, went out and did a test run with that, um, it's a 1992 Sunbird Eurosport 190, and it's got a 115 in it. Motor needed some work. <laughs> I fucking might need some more now. But anyway, I got it running. Got the interior halfway restored, decent enough for me to put, you know, the wife and a couple of kids in. Didn't get to take my oldest with us, but. You know, we got four of us in it, um, got it all cleaned up, and did a, had to do a bunch of shit, rewired the trailer, basically, put a new sending unit in the fuel tank, um, quite a bit of motor work, had to get a new primer solenoid, starter, couple other things, a couple vacuum hoses I had to replace, new plugs and wires, um, grease everything, I had to put a new push-pull in it, as far as, like, the steering, put a new steering in it, um, steering cable, um, which I ended up having to buy a new steering kit, because they didn't make one that would fit up its rack and pinion. They wouldn't make one. They don't make one that would fit up anymore. So I had to convert that. Tore out all the old flooring. Put new flooring in it. Um, furniture. Had to rewire a bunch of shit. Wire up the nav lights. Yada, yada, yada. Clean the motherfucker. Oh my god. There were so many stains on the hole. I still got some to get out, but I got it bright white enough where it was hard to look at out in the sun. So I was like, we're running it, you know. 
Um, so we did that. Took that out. Ran good. Um, and then I ran it. I ran it aground. The motor. I was going slow through a shallow area. And uh, my skeg bottomed out. And I'm an idiot because I was going through this area. I knew it was shallow. It was shallow enough to hop out and swim. And uh, what I was doing, I wanted to hop, anchor up, hop out, get the babies out. And bottomed out. Skeg's bent, chipped, props, little fucking, it's not chipped. But it's chewed a little bit on one of the blades. And then I was having an issue. It was running great. Ran great all day. and the, But then I started having an issue where it was starting to shift hard going into forward. And once I got it home, I haven't been able to get it to drop into reverse. Sitting on the trailer, so I gotta investigate that. I'm hoping just, you know, a shift cable bushing or something's going out. I'm hoping maybe something in the binnacle is going out. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. So I'm gonna investigate that tomorrow, because I'd like to take it out for Labor Day weekend. Um, but that was my early birthday present. I got to get the boat out, take the family out for... Four or five hours. I was probably like three or four hours floating around on the lake. Um, but it's to the point where as long as everything's good with the motor, um, I can work on it over the winter on a lot of shit. You know, I got a radio for it. And... I've got some speakers. I just need to get an amp. Wire that all up. Waiting on a captain's chair. I've got to finish modifying my front bench area because it's a bow rider. And I'm just... I'm going to make it a full, basically a deck. And then I'm going to put some furniture in there. Uh, that'll... Basically make it a cushioned deck to lay out on or whatever. Sit on. Um, wire up the LED lights. Gonna take the carb off over the winter. Do a carb upgrade. Uh, or, or rebuild. Um, depending what I see, I might need to get new jets or new float, whatever. And then I'm going to order an impeller kit so in the spring I can put an impeller on. If I tr trash the lower unit or something, I'll just have to get a lower unit next spring. Swap that out really quick. Straighten the skag. Just a bunch of little shit you probably don't want to hear about it that I got to do yet to really get it where it's got to be. Um, but it is on the water. And not right now. It was on the water. <laughs> um... Salmon season's coming up. Well, it's here. <laughs> it's fucking here. What am I saying? It's coming up. <clears throat> um, 
I like to fly fish for salmon. And, uh, between now and the next couple of weeks is fucking prime time. Get them freshies in there that strike flies and are, you know, fresh enough and not beat up enough, stressed out enough that they're still pretty good. Um, so I'd like to get up and put some salmon in the freezer. Um, You know, I don't know why the what the fuck I'm rambling about, honestly. Jesus Christ, I still got a half hour to give you an hour. Ooh, what am I going to do here? I really didn't take any notes. Um, I mean, I did. Just a couple quick, you know. Yeah. Talked about Ryan and Jaren's episode, the wedding, losing Brian, restoring the boat. Um. <clears throat> anyway, what's going on with you guys? You know, I feel like I've been doing all the talking. I feel like I've been doing all the fucking talking about myself and what's been going on. I have. Now that I think about it, you know, I don't feel like I have. Because I motherfucking have. Oh. Oh. It's that time of year. Pumpkin beers. They're out. Line and Kugel, unfortunately, quit making my favorite pumpkin beer. You know, and I'm not, I'm, you know, a couple years ago they quit making it, and I'm still fucking bitter about it. Still bitter about it. I, you know, I love my pumpkin beer. And, uh, not happy. Harvest Pat Shandy needs to come back. One of the, one of the closest replacements I've found is Sam Adams Jack O. Okay. So Sam Adams, Jack O. If you know me, yell at me. If you want to donate to my mixer fund, get at me. If you just want to donate to my um hmm. If you want to contribute to my alcoholism. <laughs> You can buy me a 6 or a 12, whatever you can find. Fuck, I'll take a keg. I fucking love it. Oh my god, I love it. Oh my god. Something about a good pumpkin beer. Pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale. I like pumpkin stouts. There's a few that I like. A couple pumpkin pilsners, but... You know, like I said, Harvest Pat Shandy was where it was at. I do like Ace's Pumpkin Cider. That's good. There's another pumpkin cider out there that's pretty good too. But it's also the time of year that you go and you get yourself a motherfucking gallon of apple cider. Fresh. Fresh cider. And then you go get yourself a motherfucking fifth of Fireball. Or 
Tennessee Fire. Preferred Fireball, but Tennessee Fire, classy. And then you have yourself some hot cold ciders. Some spiced cider, but they're cold. Hot colds, is what I call them. Hot cold ciders. Put a little shot of my fucking, or two. Three if you're not a bitch, but shot or two of fucking Fireball up in that cider. Cidre. You pour yourself a little fucking glass of cider on top of that shot. Or two. Or three if you're not a bitch. Oh my god, these fucking cars. And then you, uh... And then you you enjoy that shit around a bonfire. Okay. That's it. That's all you do. Enjoy it along the fucking banks of a stream. You know? If you got somebody that's going to captain a boat for you, you bring those. You drink a couple of those on the boat. Brother. Sister. Aunt. Uncle. Cousin. It, it's it, it's going to change. It, it, it's going to change the way you look at this season. It's getting chilly out. It's getting brisk. It's getting brisk already. Having chilly mornings, chilly evenings, comfortable middays. That's that glow, that autumn glow is already upon us. That golden yellow sun is here. That bright white summer sun is gone. We got that golden sun. Lean into it. Treat yourself to some seasonal drinks. Make a crackle lantern. If you like cracking, make a crackle lantern. Go get the ingredients. Make yourself a crackle lantern. It's got like pumpkin puree, some clove in it. It's just, oh my God. Oh my God. What are you doing? Better yet, what are you not doing? Why are you not stepping out of the norm and embracing the season and treating yourself? Come on. How many times are you going to live this? And how do you know that you're going to make it through the week? Let alone the weekend. You know? So that's what I'm sitting here is with the Jacko. So let me take a drink of that. Mm-hmm. You hear them cars in the background? Fuck them bitches. All of them. All of them. You hear me rustling around in my pocket for my vape because I'm not prepared. God damn it. Yeah, fuck that too. Should have been out. (laughs) Gonna see if that pumpkin pie vape comes out. Should, you know, should already be out. Whatever. Um... I'd like to take the kids to the cider mill. Um, but the next couple of weeks are going to be hectic, you know? This weekend's Labor Day weekend. I'd like to figure out what the fuck's going on with the boat. Maybe take it up to the wife's mother's cabin, the mother-in-law's cabin. And, uh... Spend the day fucking doing laps. Whatever the fuck I want to do, you know? Kids want to go out? Whatever. 
Take him out. Do a couple laps. Maybe tow that bitch up to Higgins. Houghton. You know? Do what the fuck ever. Just, it's the end of the season. It's going to be the last time I take it out if I take it out this weekend, more than likely. It'd be the time, you know? Give it a good final pressure washing. Wax it up before I put it away. You know, pull it out of the garage. Wash it when we get back. Wax it. Do all that shit, because when I pull that carb off, it's going to get fucking dirty. I spent six hours. Six hours with Barkeeper's Friend and Foaming Bleach. Getting that bitch white. So there ain't no wax on that motherfucker. None. Not a goddamn lick. And of course I go to... <clears throat> of course I go to buy some wax. Can't find it. No, Nobody's got it. Nobody's got it. So I gotta order the shit. Which is fine. So I took it out without wax. Well, I mean, there was wax below the waterline, but it's old. You know, it's got to get re-waxed. So there's that. I did put new steps on the trailer, so I got to get carpet on those. Probably got to put new bunks on, too, in the spring. Take it down, put it in the water, tie it up. Do the bunks in the parking lot put it back on <laughs> you know real nigga shit thug thug shit um you know what it is okay I got two kids downstairs being crazy they haven't been feeling good the last couple days uh Starting to feel a little better now. Wife said when I got home, they were, she's like, of course you're going to be fine when your dad comes home. Because they were whiny all day, had fevers. But not with me, because I know I'll beat their ass. I'll beat that fucking cold right out of them. Oh, you think you're sick? She got a virus? Let me tap that bitch out really quick. What do you think about this COVID shit? Think it's really coming back? And listen, I'm not trying to be political. I'm not trying to say anything bad. So if you take anything that I say personal, then fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Catch me out in the streets. Thug shit. To quote Theo Vaughn, gang gang shit <laughs> no but for real I'm not trying to be political or anything hopefully you didn't turn it off when I said that you know I don't give a fuck if you did or not I'm not doing it for you so if you did turn it off good you, you don't you know what you don't you don't deserve me <laughs> um but no for real what do you think about this COVID shit you think it's really gonna mask mandates coming back you think you think the economy is going to crash? What do you think is going to happen? You know? While you're busy not sharing my podcast um, or writing in, 
Tell me what you think. You got time. You're not doing anything. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're probably at work listening right now. Thinking this fucking guy. He choked up a little bit earlier. He's being really monotone and sad. Bitch, I'm being honest. Bitch, I'm being honest. I'm being I'm being open. I'm being vulnerable. And I'm trying to be an example. All right. I'm not saying that you're necessarily my therapy, but this, you know, this, you know, this could be construed as uh, a form of therapy. Just talking to myself for an hour. Um, <laughs> and I know I said I don't do it for you, but that's a lie. I do. Jesus, that Jacko got me burping. Sorry, excuse me. The truth is, you know, I I felt bad about not doing this podcast. There's a couple other things I still have to check off my list, and it seems like every time I literally sit down to do them, something fucking comes up. Or I just don't have the time because of something else going on in my life. And this is one of the things I felt like I've been dropping the ball on. You know, this is... um. I'm trying to put put good content out there. I'm 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 really trying to entertain and it does help me a little bit. I'm not going to skirt around that. It does help me a little bit to get to sit and talk to some of my friends, some of my family. And um to do that for you guys. And I feel like I've been really fucking up because I haven't been able to figure out anything with my room, my studio. I haven't been, you know, the funds have been just draining um, left and right. Just un, un, unforeseen things coming up. I haven't really even put that much money into the boat, you know, at once. It's been slow over the summer. I didn't touch that bitch for like four months because I just had so much shit going on. Um, you know, I finally went and got the glue. I already had the flooring, put the flooring in. I already had the starter. I already had the primer solenoid. I had the wire to rewire the... Tra- it's, it was just a matter of finding the time. And the fact that, I, you know, I wasn't recording and that my studio went down, um, it gave me the time because I could come in after, you know, I did a couple things, sit down and record. I could come in after I did a couple things, sit down and record with just me, not working around anybody else's schedule, not trying to get people in, not editing podcasts on my day off, um... Doing two a week was great. You know, I'd love to get back to that. Um, but, you know, that's just one of the little sacrifices that, you know, got made is uh, some some personal things in my life were being neglected. You know, like I said, that boat project being just an example. Um, but I do feel bad about not being able to put content out there with a the guest. You know, I'm again, I'm sitting on my bedroom floor recording this. I've thought about, okay, you know, the boat's good now. I got fucking furniture in it. Maybe I can figure out a way to put a table in it. So this winter, this fall, this winter, up until I can figure out a plan with the studio to rebuild that, maybe, you know, maybe I can get a guest or two and we can sit in the boat and just record. Uh, yeah. 
I've been trying to figure it out. That's what I'm saying. And it's not, you know. The reason I'm back is honestly for you guys. You know, I do, I, I do feel like it is kind of therapeutic doing the solos. Self-reflective. Self-critical. Whatever. Um, but I mean, you know. I've been doing other shit. I've been getting other shit done. Other shit's needed to be done. Um, like figuring out stuff with my wife's dad. You know, my father-in-law. He, uh... I mean, his son's been cleaning up a lot of the property because we haven't, you know, had the time. I mean, first week, we were over there. Damn near every day. And, you know, he's been staying the night over there fucking just getting shit done because I still got to work got the you know two little ones you can hear one of them whining right now that's baby Iris and we didn't want him in the house you know for obvious or maybe not obvious reasons so days with good weather we could have him outside uh, take the pack and play, keep Iris in it, but you can't just leave her in there, you know, still got to supervise. So the wife would be doing some stuff while I was kind of supervising, or I'd be doing some stuff while she was kind of supervising. But there'd also be, you know, family members showing up, neighbors showing up, wanting to talk or just whatever, coming out to hang out. And then before you know it, not much is getting done because we're standing around talking, sharing memories, all that shit, which is fine. But that's time, you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm not d just doing this for me. Maybe a small part of it is for me because I would like to get to make this a part of what I do outside of whatever the fuck else I do. If I can get my uh, gunsmith license or my FFL to maybe sell some guns, work on some, build some would be ultimate gold. That'd be awesome. You know, if I decide I want to get my fucking, become a weld inspector, that'd be great. Get my CWI certifications to do that. But that's all money. That's all funds that I don't, I don't have right now. You know, we're kind of out of the house hunting market right now because our savings has been going into covering, you know, a lot of random shit that's come up and, Hours being cut on work, you know, it's got to be offset somewhere. Uh, so it's, you know, that's been makeup money, honestly, with savings. Um, what was I talking about? I don't know. I do do this for you guys, though. I know I've said it probably 40 times now, but that is why I'm back, you know. Um... I'm sure my listenership's declined, which is fine. I'm sure... Oh my god, with these cars. I'm sure a lot of shit's, you know... Not being consistent with your content is not good. Okay, it's not good for growth. It's not good for optics. It's not good for retention. Um... 
So unless my backup mixer takes a shit before I can buy a new one, I mean, I'll be here. I can't promise I'll be here with a guest. Maybe my wife, I can get her to sit down. I'd like to sit down with her and just share some stories of her dad, you know. Uh, I've got some great memories of him, but she's obviously got more funny stories, all that shit. I mean, this this guy was crazy. He was a tank. He was extremely loving. There was a video for a while of him floating around where he got tased in the balls. Come on. Who does that? He did. Because it'd be funny. <laughs> and he's, he was a badass. He wasn't afraid of fucking pain. He's been electrocuted a couple times. He was a lineman with one hand. You know, he's fallen off poles. Broke his back. You know, just all sorts of shit. He lost his hand to a roller that's at my current place of employment. A sheet metal roller. Had to pull his own hand out. Hand got stuck in there. He wasn't even supposed to be on that job that day. The guy that was on that job called in. Because he was a known alcoholic. And would drink at work and fuck shit up. And he called in. And apparently there was nobody to run that roller. So Brian did it. He said, he says, I'll, 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 roll, I'll run that fucker today. And that fucker caught the tips of his fingers, started sucking him in. And from what he told me, he just put his feet up on the roller and pulled his fucking hand out of there. Fingers and everything. Pull it all off. Still had his thumb. But he lost all of his fingers right down to where they join your palm. Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? Getting sucked into a machine by your fingers. First. As everything's getting sucked in, it's being crushed down to... I don't know. Eighth inch. Ninety thousandths. If not a little tighter. Because that roller's tighter. It's got to roll. A sheet. You can't just send a straight sheet in that's ninety thousandths. Through a ninety thousandths roller. Because it's not going to fucking. It's not going to roll it. You got to tighten that roller down. And. So everything's getting squished down to. Less than an eighth inch. And as it's doing that, it's probably pushing blood up your arm and all this shit. And you know that it's the only way it's going to stop is... Because it, it, this roller didn't have a safety on it. Didn't have an emergency stop. Only way it's going to stop is if it fucking bogs down because it can't roll your head through it or something. Your torso. So you pull your own fucking fingers. Can you imagine that pain? And he was a kid when he did that. He was like 18, 20, something like that. I think 18, 19. So he, ugh. And there's my baby Iris. She's been, 
She's been screaming like a dinosaur all day. I don't know why, but it's cute. Oh, that just breaks my heart. Baby girl. <sighs> well, I owe, I owe you guys a few more minutes, so I'm going to tough it out. <sighs> but that is kind of sad, it breaking my heart, listening to her cry. I don't like it. I don't like when any of my kids cry. But her being the youngest, she's my little potato. She's my baby muffin. And they're downstairs. That's how shitty this house is built. You can hear vehicles outside on the road like they're fucking driving through the house. It's just how shitty this house is built. That's why I had to build a studio in the basement. Was sound deadening shit. And anyway, I don't want to get caught back in that thought cycle. Trying to be positive here. Um, What was I talking about? Brian's hand. Yeah. He. Yeah. God damn it. I wish I could have had him on. I tried a few times and it just didn't work out. Just to hear the stories from his perspective, you know. First hand. He's got some crazy stor- stories when he was a lineman. Pulling cable. Shooting cable with his bow. Or a rope. This is why I wish... Anyway, um, yeah, so he pulled his fingers, his hand, out of a roller and lived the rest of his life one-handed. And that's where it started. I mean, he was fucked up a little bit before that from shit that happened, but... Um, it just brings me solace knowing he's in a... There was a dinosaur scream. Just brings me, and another one there just brings me, you know, a little bit of peace knowing he's uh, not in pain mentally or physically anymore. If I can get the wife on, I'll have her bring the list of updated in 2012, not even the full list, but the list of. Uh, Issues he had, because he kept a log, he kept journals, wrote poems, he was an artist, um, like drawings and stuff, but he, she found a log of listing all the shit that he had going on with him, you know, from 2012, so it definitely wasn't updated, but he had a lot, didn't know he had Panner's disease, um, he had Hep B or C, I can't remember. Um, but Panner's disease is like 
Um, actually, instead of fucking it up, I'm just going to look it up. So it affects the end of your upper arm bone, right? Your humerus. Um, it's, it's basically flattening at the end of the humerus where it joins with the radius. So, like, you know, um, he had a flat bone <laughs> in his arm, his elbow. His upper arm bone was fucking flat at the joint. And, you know, you could tell he would, you know, I think both of them, honestly, because, you know, there would be certain positions he would hold his arm or move, and it was just... You know, he thought maybe some days he had tennis elbow or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't really want to end it on a bummer, but, uh, let me see. Yeah, you think COVID's coming back or not? We're going to go into a mandate. They're going to crash the economy. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with uh, Biden and this corruption bullshit? What do you think is going to happen with Trump and his indictments? I think he's going to jail for good. Or what? I mean, can you name a president before that hasn't done some shady shit, shadier shit? I mean, whatever. Holding classified documents. What about killing 90% of innocent... Sorry, hold on. I gotta sneeze. I'm gonna fight it. No. <coughs> what about 90% of the people you killed with drones are, were innocent? If not more. Um, <laughs> and again, I'm not trying to talk shit about a government. Okay, I get freedom isn't free. But neither are missiles and fucking drones and nukes. What about Clinton's 20, what is it, 24, 27 trips to Epstein Island? What about that? 23, we'll say 20 plus. What about his 20 plus trips to Epstein Island? What's going on with that? I'm just saying, I can't think of a semi-modern president that hasn't done worse shit than hold classified documents. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm a Trump supporter. You know what? Yeah, I am. I am saying that. I support every president. Biden's fucking off his rocker, and I still support him. I want whoever's the president to do a good fucking job and I want them to do the moral the morally right thing I want them to make the hard decisions that maybe this, is, this isn't the best for their mental health but it's the best for the country's health mentally and financially physically whatever I want them to do a good job take accountability you know be a leader and I root for them, I pray for them, I hope that they do that, not for me, 
for my kids, for you. I may not like Biden, but I support him because he's our fucking president. That's what we have. That's the system we work on. That's all we got. You know? And I know there's probably some fucking puppet masters. Not even probably. Certainly there's some puppet masters behind the curtain. You've got all these people in upper government, the upper echelon, that are doing 20, 30, 40, 50 year careers. But he gets four years and has to be reelected for another four. What can they do? You got people in Congress that have sat through fucking four presidents. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? You gotta hope that that guy can get what he truly thinks is best for this country on his plate. And then, now that's not even the right way to word it. You gotta hope he can get it done. Let's put it that way. You gotta hope he can take the country's dirty laundry and figure out how not to bleach all the colors. Right? If he's going to the laundromat, he's gotta be able to make sure that he's not using all the quarters. That we've got quarters. Everybody's got quarters. That he's not breaking the machines. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But you know what I mean. Support the motherfucker. Okay? Do I think Biden should be out? Maybe. But what I'm saying is I don't think it's fair the way that his son was in the pocket in Ukraine. What was he on? Like a the board of an energy company or some shit? Well, what's that mean? That means they have a fucking direct connection to the president of the United States, which means that they kind of have a rope around his neck. And if he gets too far away from whatever the fuck they're trying to do, they can yank it. But that's cool, right? I'm not even... T Fuck Hunter. Fuck Hunter. He's not the president. Why is Biden not being investigated or prosecuted for that shit alone? Like, nothing seems fair right now. Nothing seems like it's going in the direction of true freedom, justice, liberty and justice for all. Well, we're the all. Where's our justice? Where's, where's the liberty? You know, where's, and I, I, I get it. I get it. We have it better than most countries. If not all, we're better off. So who am I to bitch? I'll tell you who. I'm Jerome Miller. And I'm not just going to accept better than the alternatives. No. This country was founded to be the best. To improve. This is a fucking experiment. If we're not consistently improving, if we're letting capitalism be our downfall because we're the psychopaths and the fucking the people at the top are hi babe yeah I'll be done in a second I love you if the people at the top are being bought out by other countries or they're getting blackmailed by other countries 
if the people at the top are being selfish in their endeavors, saying, okay, cool, you know, I'll go and uh, I'll do this, I'll get your, you know, what do you got, uh, what do you make, an Oxycontin? Okay, cool. Here's what I'll do. What do you what 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 are you making? What are you making? A COVID vaccine? A vaccine for a pandemic? Okay, I got you. Here's what I'll do. If people are are doing that with their own interest. Like the whole Pelosi thing, the insider trading. Like if that shit's going on, how are we ever gonna get beyond where we're at now? Like we're paying for their lavishness, if that makes sense. I feel like they're throwing us away. They're throwing us under the table. They're throwing us in front of the bus. They're throwing us on a mud puddle so they don't get their fucking feet wet. That's not their job. And none of us are holding them accountable. We're just laying face down in that mud puddle while they walk across our back. You know? Like... at what point are we going <sighs> to... What is it going to take? What is it going to take? Because I feel like if you would have taken a poll on do we send the money to Ukraine or not, it would have been no. Why? Have they got blackmail on you? Have they got blackmail on your son, Mr. Biden? Have they got... President Biden, sorry. Like, wh- <sighs> what is it? Like, explain to me why we need to do this in detail. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be helping them out. But it's a complicated situation. NATO's encroaching. You're Russia's neighbor, you know? What happens if Russia gets Canada in a fucking, in their federation, you know? And they're... What if Canada's in Russia's circle? You don't think we would react? Come on. If Russia could buy Canada as a territory, make a trade, whatever. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. Just spitting random shit right now, but... We're not, moral of my rant is we're not holding them accountable. We're saying these things, but nobody's doing anything. You vote with your dollars before you vote in that booth. Okay, we're we're literally letting millionaires and hundreds of millionaires, hundred millionaires and billionaires send work overseas to the point where We're not self-reliant as a country anymore. You know. We're letting them cripple us for money. We're letting the capitalism take over in that aspect. We're not sanctioning that. We're not penalizing that. And if we are, it's extremely minuscule. To the point where they say, yeah, I'll pay these fucking penalties. Because I'm going to make 700 more million dollars a year. Or 17 billion more dollars a year. By having these people that aren't our citizens make our product to sell to our citizens. 
So yeah, I'll pay your five billion dollar fucking penalty. Whatever. Like I'm engaging in capitalism right now. I'm trying to build something to the point that I can monetize it. Okay? I want to be able to sell merch. Maybe ad space. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But I want to use this eventually as a platform to even talk about a product I make. You know, if I do decide to become a gunsmith, you know, like professionally, and start building rifles, shotguns, whatever. If I do decide that, you know what, maybe I'll destroy my body for another 10 years and start building boats for myself or something. I don't fucking know. I don't. But I want this to be part of that, you know, the long game. And that's capitalism, right? I can say whether or not I do or don't want to buy a product. But it's hard to buy American-made and support American businesses when everything is made somewhere else or grown somewhere else. Parts of a product are assembled in America, but the product is all the parts are built out of the country. Like, and they're doing that to us. They're doing that. The guys at the top are saying, hey, you know, this is how much money you're going to make because I need to fucking make $250 million a year. My business partner needs to make $250 million a year. Everybody that's invested needs to make more money this year than they did last year, even though they're up 18,000%. Like, there's no lines. There's no lines. And then you hear about people getting money and doing great things because it's rare. You hear about people that earn a shit ton of money and then they start giving it to these corporations or they start corporation charities or they start their own charity and they're doing great things all around the world for people that are less fortunate. But it's so rare. Like, why don't we start here in the inner cities? Why don't we start here with the education system and these kids? The people that are homeless. The people that are working every day, but they don't have electricity. They don't have water. Some of these areas that are torn apart by gang warfare or whatever, right? Like, why Why don't... I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. And... That's not being penalized or persecuted. I don't know. I'm going to sign off, guys. I'm just... Again, mind all over the place. I'm back. You know what it is. The ADHD runs strong in this one. So, um, if you could all... Just bear with me, you know. I would like to... uh, I would like to ask for your participation in a moment of silence for my late father-in-law, Brian Butler, Sr.
Thank you. I, uh, I really appreciate that. Um, I know he would too. So with that, you know, I would like to thank you for listening and, um, Just wish me luck. If you want to help, um, you can share this podcast. Maybe not this individual one, but just the podcast in general. Share the page on Facebook, Instagram. Um, that's it. Oh. We also have a GoFundMe going for um, two of his fur babies. Um, We've got his oldest dog. We've already paid for her cremation, and her name is Shui. And uh, the dog that was in the house with him, Luna. We're still trying to gather funds for her cremation. So we've got um, until September 15th before they're not going to store her anymore. So we have till then to pay for her cremation. So if you go onto the Facebook page, um, Whistle Pig Podcast page, I'll share that on there. And if you can contribute anything, a dollar. It goes a long way. So, thank you again for listening. And uh, I'm sorry this one was such a rambly fucking bummer. Um, but, idiot, what idiot. And you know what idiot. Have a safe Labor Day weekend. And uh, just make it home. Have fun. Get out, but make it back. Uh, you got people that need you. I need you. So with that, I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Whistlepig. If you would like to support this podcast, please like and subscribe, rate and review, and follow on social media at Whistlepig Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can email questions or comments to whistlepigpodcast at gmx.com. That's G as in girl. M is in man, access in x-ray.com. And until you hear from me again, get outside, take a kid with you, and stay free.